I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the Two, two Crazy, crazy Cat Ladies. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0076 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. We're very excited today to be joined by a special guest, Jay's Bad Attitude. <laughs> not true at all and um, episode number 0076 is a special one because Adrian last week because we had the big news if you guys did not listen to the podcast last week you have to listen to the podcast oh you have to under pain of death okay Um, it is life-changing things that are happening and we announced it all last week uh, 0075 or 75 whatever um, episode number 75, she she said right before, she was like, oh my God, could you imagine if this was episode number 76? I'm just saying, 76 is a good number because I'm a bicentennial baby, so I've it's always liked that It's the year she number. was born. So yeah, she, how's that? Yeah, so she she loves 76. I do. Yeah. I've just always loved it. I know, I I mean, I've loved it ever since I've known I've you. always wondered if I, like, if I like even numbers because of my birthday, because all the numbers in my birthday are even numbers. Which is why I'm not like, with the exception of the number 11, and I know this is very important information, thank you for tuning in, with the exception of the number 11, I'm not a big fan of odd numbers. You know what, what's funny is that I, I was born on, a, on an odd day, and I love all even numbers. Like, even numbers make me feel so happy. But you were born an odd year and an odd day, but an even month. What do you mean an odd day? The 15 is not an even number. Correct. You said, oh, an odd year, too. Oh, right. okay, that's right. Okay. I was like, what do you mean? Was it a Thursday? What, like, what day of the week <laughs> it was, was odd. I born? How do you know that? It was odd, and we all know that Thursdays are very odd. Thursdays are good days. I like Thursdays. Thursdays. Are good it days. would be like if you're born on a Monday. <laughs> but it's not that always sucks. a Monday. We, we digress. We digress. Um, do we? We do. Okay. We're taking your lead, boo. Hey, hey guys. guys! Did you know that you can actually help save cats' lives by simply opening a new browser on your computer? That's right. Tab for Cats is a free extension on your Chrome or Edge browser that raises money for rescue cats every time you open a new tab. Plus, you'll get to see pictures of cats in every tab instead of some boring search engine. Go to tabforcats.org and help us save all the rescue cats today. What is with your attitude today? Like, I thought you were fine all day until we sit down to do the podcast and then you're all like huffy puffy. Am I going to blow a house down? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because we're running late. We are running super late. Yeah. But, hey, Catherine. Oh, my God. Dana is here. I love you guys so much. Okay, so today's podcast really is the truth about that visit. And it's multifaceted. It is multifaceted. Because, um, okay, so, guys, this week we went, uh, we took three of our cats. Many of you guys know, if you follow our podcast and you've been listening to us for a while and we tell you guys all the shit that's going on in our lives... Because um, that's basically what a podcast is. Um, it, because we would not have any other like material to talk about if we weren't talking about the shit that happens in our lives <laughs> on well, our podcast. So anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> this week, we took three of our cats. We have taken five of our cats at one time to the vet, both of us, um, and as successful vet visit but this week was a, a, just a little bit more stressful now it was our you know senior cats uh, two of our senior cats uh 
wellness exam, meaning their a senior blood panel that we were uh, taking them in for. And wellness exam. And wellness exam. Check their teeth. Correct. Their little bums. And like then, all that. Ears, and then we had heart. one of our three-year-old, one of our three-year-olds, uh, Zorro, our perfect cat. He um, he had just seemed a little bit off. He almost not off, but. We're and helicopter moms. We're helicopter moms. And so he sneezed some, a like, few times at one point. And a couple weeks ago, I found some bu- bu- bumps on his butt. Yeah. Like, and so we were like, we need to take him in and make sure everything. And he seemed like he was like losing weight instead of gaining weight. Right. Like he just started, I don't know if it's because his sister, well, I think it's he summertime. did actually lose like a like point to No, one-tenth of a pound. One-tenth of a pound. Yeah, he lost one-tenth of a pound. Yeah. Uh, certainly not the weight loss that we thought we saw. Yeah. But but all to say, I think that the the reason this is a, such a topic for us this week is because, and I know many of you guys have the cat that is really difficult to handle. We all have those cats. Right. For us, it's our Pooh Bear. And I know that... Um, this time it was more Mr. Twister. When, we, when it was time to go. Good God. I... So there are a number of things, right? We we all we all the all the advice and things about making sure that you leave your carriers out so that they're comfortable with the carriers. Very important. Making sure that you take them for a little practice run so they don't totally freak out in the Very car. Very important. Um, doing what you can to help calm. Like we we forgot to start a couple of days early, uh, giving everyone the cat calm. But we started so the day before. We started the giving, day before. You know our our all natural product cat calm. Nevertheless, I know that it's super stressful for Pooh Bear, and then it becomes super stressful for me. So number one, I want to address the fact that when we are stressed, it further stresses out our cats. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was doing that, and I could not. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the truth. You couldn't brace yourself. You were like I was so like stressed, but it's because pulse every, I made like, a, I made a mistake at work that morning, or kind of overlooked something that morning. <clears throat> so when I realized that, it put me into like panic mode, and then I was like, oh, and we got to go to the vet today. So I was trying to fix stuff before it was. So that got me in on my hamster wheel, yeah. and I could not come off of it. So I was super stressed, and I knew. I'm telling you, our cats understand English, so it was. Oh, of course. So difficult to get everyone wrangled to go to the vet. And it was... Zorro was easy. Zorro would bring out the backpack and we're like, hey, baby, you put it right by the door. He's like, okay, we're going to go for a ride. Because he is is actually the one that we practice the most at taking those practice runs with. Yeah. Twist and Pooh Bear. Not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Twist knew what was up. So he was staying on the catwalk in front of the bay window, which is the only place that you cannot just go and grab him. Yep. So he was staying there. And Pooh Bear was dodgy. I mean, he would not let me come near him. And when I finally did, for the love of God, when I finally did get him in a spot where I knew I had the carrier, where I was just going to be able to, like, put him in, where... All the other cats. Friday jumps in there and gets in the carrier and proceeds to hiss at me for trying to get Pooh Bear in there. It was like... And right, right before, before that, before God. you came in, right before that, I put it up, and he was like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, this smells good. He was going to go into it, and I was like, awesome. And then Jack and Madison came, and they ran into it. It was, it, it's a thing. It's not it was an so easy feat. Stressful. Feat, the right word. Right. And here's why this is the topic, is because I feel like, and even that day, so I called the vet that morning because I had to give uh, Pooh Bear his pill. And there was like this moment of, ooh, can we still do blood work if whatever? So call the vet and find out. And for a moment, even though it would mean just postponing the trip, I would have been so relieved if they would have said, actually, 
let's not worry about him today. I would have been like, oh my God, yes. Because it's the it's the Stress it's the dysfunctional the dynamic that Pooh Bear and I have that was most stressful in the in the whole thing. So but they said no, it'll be fine. Bring him in. So um yeah, it was a very stressful, and then it's a very stressful drive, and Pooh Bear was meowing, and he ended up peeing in his cage, and I felt awful, and I wish I would have started the cat comp three days earlier, and all that stuff and things. And the bottom line is this, and we run into this so many times with so many people, they say, I can't I can't go in for a wellness exam. I it's can't go to the vet. For it's my too cat. stressful. And I want to say, good God, I hear you. I totally feel you if there was a way to avoid regular vet visits and I'm telling you for our older cats 10 plus years we definitely recommend every six months get those blood panels done things can change so quickly and that's what we were doing uh with this this was their six month visit we just made z come along because we're helicopter moms um and and for all cats do your annual annual wellness exam do your annual dentals and it's because we've learned the hard way how important or dental checkups dental checkups yeah At least dental checkups. I mean, I know that dentals can be super stressful, but if we're keeping an eye on their teeth regularly, then a lot of times it doesn't turn into an issue where you've got to do the anesthesia, anesthesia, and, yeah, and put them under, clean their teeth, do all those things, especially if you have a good relationship with your vet. Now, oh, I want to say this because I'm stressed just thinking about it. Again. I know. I want to say this because um, this is this is a thing we stress, and I I can't tell you. Honestly, I feel guilt. I have palpable guilt. Palpable guilt. Is that the right word? Palpable. I have palpable gift. Guilt. Gift. <laughs> guilt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that word means. Anyway, I have a guilt um, about pause. Uh, I have guilt about telling uh, influencing cat parents to take their cats to the vet every year or every six months i have guilt you need to explain that correct i have guilt about that although that is what we do that is what we stress it is very important because i feel like we do not explain enough annual wellness checks absolutely so important blah 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 all of these things so important and these cat parents that say us 10 years ago like hear this or or find this out that we needed to do this more often which we didn't we never did we never took our cats into the vet unless they were were very very sick Uh, yeah how wrong is that no 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 but listen so my issue is that there are a lot of different veterinarians out there Many different veterinarians, and what a wellness check means. Where are you going? The root of why they started the wellness checks were actually to vaccinate. Oh, the vaccines. Were to vaccinate animals, cats and dogs regularly. Take them in for their wellness check so they can get <laughs> vaccinated. And the beautiful thing about cats not going into the vet this is follow me here um, the, the beautiful thing about cats living longer lives and not going into the vet on a regular basis like dogs do is in my opinion partially like the reason they live a, longer is they are not as over vaccinated as dogs are because they don't go in for the regular wellness exams 
right? And for many vets, not every vet, we have beautiful vets. We love our vets. She would never over vaccinate. She would never even recommend a vaccination unless we said, hey, we should probably get them vaccinated. Never a thing. We love our vets. Um, uh, vets, plural. We have a couple relationships. We love them. Um, but there's so many, I feel like, you know, when we're talking 101, when we're talking, get your cats in, I get worried that they're going to go in for these wellness checks and they're going to be, you know, passively listening to their vet instead of proactively knowing all the other things about their cat's health. They're just like, oh, I do need to get that check up because things can change quickly. So I need to make sure that everything's okay. And so I'm going to take them in. But so, so you have guilt about recommending annual wellness exams because you feel like I'm worried that you're worried that people will go in and just be like, oh, sure, go ahead and vaccinate. I think I think you need to give people more credit. Oh, no, I absolutely give everyone and anyone credit. I am saying that the majority of us, including yourself, not me, if you go into if you go into I mean, years ago, not now, but years ago we go into the vet and they would be like, oh, um, your cat needs this food or they need this medication or they need this oh, vaccination. So and you, you would just... say, okay, yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, sir. Let's do whatever they Always need. Always deferring to... Defer to the vet. And so okay, I, but... th that is that is my worry when it comes to the stress of the vet, not right. for us. I mean, there is the stress of getting our cats to the vet, which is a 100% thing. And, and this whole topic came because adrian on our morning meeting call with our team Ugh. said listen it, it was super freaking <clears throat> on wednesday morning we did it on tuesday night or tuesday afternoon late afternoon and she was like it sucked it sucked Sucks so it hard sucked so bad to get our cats all get our get our cats to the vet however it it sucks less to go through that stress than to have to then to find out that one of our cats is in kidney disease, one of our cats is in hyper is hyperthyroid, one of our cats has these issues that we could proactively help, but instead we wait until we see a sign, right? It, it before taking them to the vet. Well, so there's like a it's like a it's like a caught between a rock and a hard place for a lot of people. Here's I what I think though: I really feel like we do spend a lot of time talking about the importance of building a genuine relationship with your veterinarian mm -hmm. and how that makes such a big difference. You mm -hmm. know, going in to see Dr. Tillman or Dr. Asking Seelman. Asking the questions. Right. Th those, th it's a very comfortable visit. There's a, there is a um, real willingness on the part of our veterinarians to ask those, you know, they know mm -hmm. that we're very involved in our cat's health. Yeah. I do feel like that is really exciting for people to build a good relationship with their veterinarian. I also feel like a lot of veterinarians are coming to recognize the risks that come with over vaccination. And I do think that the I think more the, that we uh, share, I think you are, I think you are being a little too optimistic, optimistic but because it, because I, I, I'm hearing it on a oh, daily, like a lot, like a many, several times a day basis of the situations that my vet said. For instance, today, I didn't even get to say it on the VIP. Um, I was about to say it, but on the VIP live where we did, or VIP Zoom today, where we met with everyone. And um, someone, who was it, had, uh, oh, this is at the beginning, and now I'm losing my whole thought process. Hold on, hold on. Wait! Um, 
<laughs> I just became Phoebe. Um, there was a there was a there was a situation, and I well, motherfucker, I don't remember. Watch your mouth. I don't remember what I was going to say, but it, there was a situation with the vet that oh, it was Nicole and cancer. So, oh, yes. for instance, um, vet didn't know what was going on and suggested possibly cancer. Five, five situations, and we deal with I don't know maybe. A hundred per day, five situations at least this week, this where past that's... week, where the vet has said, "I'm thinking cancer," even though there's no biopsy, no mass, no n- n- nothing except for I can't diagnose this. I'm going to say cancer to you. Right. I'm going to say the word cancer to you, and 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 so, so I think you're being a bit optimistic because I don't think that. We're there yet. I, I do. Truly, I am optimistic that we are getting there. We are going there. And the younger generation of veterinarians that are moving into the field are, are, are much more educated. Like they're learning much more in the, in the world of nutrition. And there's so many more resources out there now. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think they, um, there's so many more. Uh, I, I mean, we talk to them on a daily basis, too, mainly in TikTok actually, um, where people are, you know, they're, they're new vet techs. They're going through vet school. They're really excited about all of these new things that they're learning that's outside of maybe the A, B, and C old school, just like all education is these days, um, the old school way of thinking, right? Well, there's always something new to learn. I, I feel the basics of this, though, are the fact that, yes, it is difficult to wrangle our cats to go to the vet. Yes, it does require us going in feeling confident about our approach and what we want to share, what we would like to have a conversation with our veterinarians about. Mm -hmm. I do think that vaccines and diet are a beautiful area for there to be more understanding from the medical field. And I think that, that it is about all of us proactive cat parents, all of us, all of us here, feeling more comfortable instead of conflictual about going into the vet. And we've got two two strikes against us, right? We know that it's stressful for our cats. We don't want to do it. I experienced that on Tuesday. We know that there may be a conversation that's going to be uncomfortable. They may want to do another rabies vaccine, and I want to do a titer test, right? Like, it's uncomfortable. So we've got those issues. But what I want to focus on truly, truly is the fact that... Get a blood panel. Going to the going to the go vet. in and ask for a blood panel. That's what we need, right? Like that's I I mean, what I'd like to get across when I say annual wellness exams, sure, have them look at their teeth, um, it, and 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 get a dental if needed. Have them, you know, depending on the age, some cats need a twister. Almost eighteen years old, he did not need. She looked at his teeth. She said he's got a little bit of tartar, but look, that's not bad. Not not a need for an anesthesia, dental, any of that stuff. So, yes, make that relationship with your vet. But also, if you can't make that relationship with your vet, because this is the thing, and the on the the real truth, my love, the the real truth about it is that there are not amazing vets like we have everywhere around the country. No, but there are amazing choices that every cat parent can make. Correct. So my point 
that I was going to say before you got all excited about the blood panels, okay. which are very important, by the way. My point is that while it can be difficult to have those conversations with our vets, while we do have a responsibility as our cat's very first advocate to try to do what is best for them and to build a relationship with a veterinarian that um, is healthy for us and our cats, it is far more difficult, and this is something that we learn the hard way, to avoid those vet visits because they're stressful for us or our cats or we're worried about a conversation that needs to be, ha be had. Um, far more difficult to have to go to a vet and realize that your cat has been suffering from something. Um, to realize that maybe one of their teeth has rotted out and that's why they're losing weight because it's been so painful for them to eat. Oh, and to that realize we the that there way. is, correct, to realize that there is a, um, an acute kidney issue that is escalating quickly that needs to be dealt with. These are the kinds of things that we have a choice as cat parents to be proactive about. And it, I get what Jay is saying, but I also feel like you're turning people off or letting people make, because for me, it would be like, no, you I'm know just what? Being They're honest. Be fun. I'm just being very honest. It literally does bother me when we, when we really stress the, the, the annual vet visits and, and, and knowing that, like, we don't necessarily go into a deep dive of what to do at your annual vet visits, which we should, yeah, right? Yeah, we should. Like, we should say, ask for A, B, and C. Make sure that you don't go over what you, you know, like, uh, because when we're, it's like you've got to get your cat into the vet. You've got to get your cat checked up. Have you done an annual wellness exam? All of these things. And then at the same time, I'm like, God, I like I talk to so many people on a daily basis that are like, so I took my cat in. They got, um, they're nine years old. They got a rabies shot, an FERCP, a, a distemper shot. They got a, they got a, a feline leukemia shot. Then um, he gave them some antibiotics because they were a little constipated and blah, blah, blah. Like, th this is what we deal with. I am not, like, I know. wait for it. On a daily basis, like, cat, like, cat got a dewormer because he had diarrhea. Not because they did a fecal exam and found out that he had worms, but literally because he had diarrhea, they gave no. him a dewormer. Like, OMG, like this is happening. And so it's like, I, I, we have to empower the pet parent, right? Like Rodney right. Habib says, like we have to empower the pet parent, not just blindly say, go for your annual or biannual wellness exams. Because it's, it, I agree. Yeah. I mean, we, I it agree. could be more damaged than. Well, I mean, I, I think that it's, I think that it's, you know, so much of everything that we do and this community does is help, you know, be as much of a resource as possible, help to understand more about our cats, all of that. And I do feel like it is a, a team effort, if you will, to better understand our cats' needs and how best to address them. I think that it is a mistake to err on your side of being honest, if you will. Um, and feel like there's going to be more It is a mistake to harm. be honest, is what she just said. No, to, 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 to say, to, I think that's a scary statement, to make people worried like there could be more harm than good done. It is, there are some no, simple no, things. No, no, that is where the empowerment comes. Right. There, because it, because it, is, it is true <laughs> that it, there could be more harm than 
good done. Right. And we've experienced this, that. Correct. Yeah. But it's but it's also true that if we don't do it our cats suffer. Our cats suffer. So we have to empower like the middle the the middle line there, the, the happy medium there. We have to in like help empower cat parents to understand that by taking your cat in for a wellness exam does not mean we have to do all these other things that so many veterinarians still Well, to I do want to say right. I do want to say there are certain things and we've been to Banfield clinics um, and Banfield vets will let you will tell you that they have a protocol. It does not matter what's going on with the patient. It does not matter what's going on no, with the guardian. No, Mars Candy Bar they Company have, owns They have them a protocol they have that they protocol. need to follow. And one of our dear friends um, just went through that experience with with her dog, and it's heartbreaking because there's not that individualized attention given in Austin. Oh. Uh, so there's not that individualized attention given, and I think that's so important. It's also incumbent upon us to build that relationship with our veterinarians where they know who we are before we come in with some emergency. So I feel like there is, um, I, I guess what I want, I want, I, I had no idea we were going to be so different on this on this topic. No, we haven't talked what about I, it, but I, this has been going through my head the whole time. It's like, what, I have to get this out because I need. Because you have a palpable guilt about it. I do. Like I like literally, when if we are like at on some type of influencer, that is the most cringy. I don't word mean nobody's ever. no. There is no vet that is paying us to say this stuff. So I don't mean influencer in that way. But we are influencing cat parents to do the best that they can for their cats. And when we when we, Ugh. the word, blindly, but when we. A blanket statement that we need to get annual wellness exams and then I hear I get on a daily basis every I don't know hour of the day at well least, then we obviously a, need to spend more time talking about the things that we need to be looking for when we have our our annual exams and we need to be better that's about what it was set up for you do realize that right what? back in 1970 Oh, I think it was 1976. <laughs> I understand um, that. But we also understand what it's like to go three years without taking our cat to the vet correct. and realize that a tooth just rotted out of their face. Correct. We're talking about two. Like, we're on the same page. Are we? Are we? Yes. I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form, guys, if you are listening to me and you think, oh, God, no, I'm not going to take my cat to the vet. It would be better to not do that. Do not think that in any way shape or form we have not taken our cats to the vet and found out that our cats were dying of suffering feline leukemia we have not taken our cats to the vet and realized that our cats were suffering from kidney disease we have not taken our cats to, to the vet and realized that our cats had the most painful gum disease that could ever be ever right like you have to take your cats to the vet, but, but, however, however you, we want to put that, we also have to be empowered to know what we're looking for and not just blindly right. be like, well, I did as you said, and I took, this has happened a few times. Did as I said, I, I did as you said, I took my cat to the, to the vet to get, to get their wellness exam. They gave them the rabies shot. They gave them the whatever shot. They gave them. They found out that they have kidney disease and gave them antibiotics, or their kidney levels were whatever and gave them antibiotics. Like, 
it's kind of like, oh, wow, you went to the wrong vet. You didn't get the other podcast. You didn't get the other information that we gave, that other cat tip that we gave on the other day at the other time that said, make a good relationship with your vet. Trust your vet. Make sure that you have a, you know, cognitive, like a whatever relationship with your vet to where you guys are on the same page. You know, like I get worried saying things blanketly, blanketly, making blanket statements, but making blanket statements because I don't want people to just think, oh, okay, that's what we need to do. And then, you know, end up with an autoimmune disease because they just over vaccinated their cat because they followed our instruction. You get that? You get what I'm saying? I do get what you're saying. I also feel like there is... I also feel like I want to give people a lot more credit than... I get that you get... I get Um, that there are a lot of people that are uh, commenting and saying, well, I went to a wellness exam and I got, you know, three new vaccines and a round of antibiotics. I think that I want to, I want to believe that those are f- fewer and far between than, than, than maybe we wait until we June think. 28th. Right. I know I'm going to be here full time soon, but I also believe that this community, especially really approaches their cat's health from a more holistic point of view. They look oh, for yeah. environmental enrichment. They approach health in a more holistic way. They're doing things to foundationally influence their health through diet. Yeah. There are things that are being done. They recognize that you have to weigh risk versus reward when yes. it comes to vaccines. Yes. And and, and I those, understand that there can be a difficult for, conversation for, to have with your veterinarian, mm-hmm. with a lot of conventional vets still being like, oh, it's, it's time for your animal rabies uh, uh, vaccine. No, let's do a blood draw. Let's do a titer. And feel empowered and comfortable saying that and having that conversation. Because to me, while it is difficult, I'm looking at it from the perspective of it's stressful for my cat and it's stressful for me to go to the vet. It is far more painful to avoid that Mm -hmm. bit of stress and find out later that your cat has been suffering or there's something that you could have done. I 100% agree. To help your cat. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. It's just like the, the, the title of this was what? The Truth About Vet Visits. The Truth About Vet Visits. And here we are talking about the truth about vet visits. You named that. And I was like, I was, I had something different. And then yeah, I was like, I guess actually, so. that's pretty perfect as to what I want to talk about today. Because it is true. We have, she is 100% right. 135% right. 113% percent right like literally it is so much better to go through that stress of taking your cat to the vet and find out that they are maybe early stages hyperthyroidism guess what we might be able to reverse that early stages kidney disease guess what we might be able to stop that or like like early stages diabetic hey a quick diet change might be able to keep you from having to give your your cat shots of insulin twice a day every day for the rest of their lives. We can do that. This is the these are things that are very very important when it comes to our cats if they are your family member, if they are part of your if they are part of your family, your life. Absolutely. However, we also have to be strong enough as cat parents. I truly believe we have to be empowered um, I don't know a better word, empowered enough to ask the right questions, to, um, 
say no when you don't think that that's necessary or say, hey, actually, can we hold off on that because I need to research that a little bit more. I don't, I'm not quite sure or ask or ask more questions like when Biddles, you know, we took him, we were like, I'm, he's, he's, he's got, I think he's constipated. We don't know, but he's, it's bad. And we take him to the vet and they were like, oh yeah, he had like a big ass turd stuck there. It was really hard. I stuck my finger up there and I got it out. So he's good now. We're going to give him an antibiotic. And I was like, wait, 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 oh wait, did he have an infection? And she was like, no, but you know, precautionary. And I'm like, could he have an infection? Well, I mean, there's always a chance of infection. I don't want an antibiotic. I'm sorry. I don't want to strip his gut right now. He, he's been constipated. Now it's flowing freely. Let's not strip his gut. Like questions that we need to ask, things that we, empowerment as cat parents to, to ask the right questions that we want for our cats and not just be passive and <clears throat> just, uh, just do whatever it is that the vet says. You hate me right now. I don't hate you right now. You just took this in a whole different direction than yeah, I was well, thinking about when we went to the vet on I knew Tuesday. it when we talked about it on Tuesday. Wow. Okay. Or Wednesday. Well, I think this is good, though. I think that this is really, truly, I'm sure there's a lot of you guys out there that are feeling like there's got to be a balance somewhere. I'm and there is. There is a balance. Right. I think that that's, that is the Making exciting. that relationship with the vet is a great start to that balance. Literally, um, we have we have a vet that we absolutely love. She's conventional. She sells Royal Canin and Purina and Sciencite and all that stuff in her in her clinic. But we got together with her and we were like, okay, so listen, we are nutritional minded when it comes to our cats. We don't like to over medicate them. We don't want to over vaccinate them. All these things. And she was like, okay, cool. So she'll have the same situation with with another cat right prior to our visit and say, um, okay, so we need cyclosporine or whatever medication, doxycycline, all those, you know, high antibiotics. This is probably what we need for this situation. She'll come to us and be like, so do you have anything that is antibacterial? This is what I normally treat whatever with, or do you want, you know, or, um, hey, we're going to do, you know, uh, Remedil for this cat, not ours, and then come to our and say, hey, have you tried um, omega-3s? Like, these are the, because she understands where we're coming from. That's the relationship that you have to, tr like, and it's not easy, but always, but you have to try to build with that veterinarian if you're going to, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm talking a lot. You're 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 really on a roll with this one. <laughs> you guys, I'm just here's the thing. I really think that, uh, especially in this community, so many of us, our number one priority is the health and happiness of our cats. And I feel like the more that we all learn together, the more that we all share together, the more they all we all grow together. Uh, we are better equipped to be able to ask the questions that will help us make the right decisions for our cats at a vet visit and on a Tuesday, right? I think that that on is a on a Tuesday. I really do feel that the importance of 
grabbing the bull by the horns. I know that especially people living in rural areas, they don't have a lot of choices when it comes to the vet that is available to them. So I do think that it is, it's not a problem with the vet. It's a problem with us. If we cannot look past things that are a, a, a conflict because, and I'll say this again, I believe that with all people, we have more in common than we do in conflict. Yep. And I really truly want to believe that most when it comes to our veterinarians. And that relationship is our responsibility to build because it's our cat that Correct. we're caring for. So all we can do, because there's no way to foresee every situation that's out there. You have to ask, like, here are the seven questions. We all have to make decisions on the fly. And if there's that part of us that is like, oh, I'm not sure about that, then let's just say that and feel comfortable saying that. Or let's wait on this. I understand what you're saying completely. I know that because we made that mistake with Pooh Bear and we've been in bad situations where we've done the wrong thing and we've paid for it. Either by going to the vet or by not going to the vet. Correct. We've learned I mean, a lot we of had things. to go to the vet with right. Pooh Bear. We've learned a lot of things the hard way. I, I certainly feel, though, that it is far more beneficial to our cats uh, that we, we prioritize building a relationship, a communicative relationship with whatever veterinarian we have available to us, or three or seven veterinarians, we have three, that we do that in the best interest of our cats, that we regularly build, bring them in for exams to catch anything that may be developing because, for me, it is far less painful to go through the stress of wrangling cats into a car ride to get to the vet where they may or may not hiss at the yep. veterinarian than it guys, is to find out guys, it's funny seven years later that something terrible even, happened. Even our holistic veterinarian, um, not her specifically, she hasn't said this, but the, the vet techs that work there are like flabbergasted. They were taking our cats in when they're not they're sick. They're like, why are you here? Why are you here? You were just Why here did you six bring them ago. here? Like, you just brought them through the stressful situation to check and make sure that they're okay. Like, and then and then when, we're, when we left last time, um, Vanessa, she was like, it is so heartwarming. She said, it is so heartwarming to see people who actually care this much about their cats that they would they would bring them five at a time in. Oh my God, to... this vet is across town. So it's a 35, oh, 30, 40 minute drive. It's in the ghetto. It, it would be so much easier if we could go to the vet that is literally in our community, 0.7 miles from our home. The we one could, that wanted we to We could give walk our cats there in a stroller. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like yeah. a little environmental enhancement, some outdoor stimulation. After the vet we go, beautiful experience. No, we got to drive 40 minutes across town. Y'all, it's, it's the truth. The truth about vet visits is that they're hard. It's hard for a lot of our cats. I, I, I'm, I know we got a lot of comments here, but, um, it's better to be safe than sorry. Always. Easy, easy way to say it. It's always better to be safe than sorry. And when we love our cats and we, and we love them like our family, then we, and they are our family, then we have to, um, we have to make sure that they're okay. And that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's... Especially because cats are so stoic. I'm going to end this on uh, our sweet Mr. Biddles. May he rest in peace. When he was, I think he was about seven years old, um, we were living off a delivery and making the bed one morning and we found a full-blown canine tooth in the bed. And we were like, 
what the actual? I thought it was a nail at first. I thought it was a. And we didn't have any younger I... cats because younger no. cats will. Oh, they'll lose, lose their, their teeth. teeth, and you'll find little teethies. We didn't have any. We didn't have any under like seven at the time. Right, Biddles, I think was our youngest. Yeah. And so then I went running around looking in all their mouths to find out where the hell this came from. And sure enough, it was Biddles. And sure enough, his gums were inflamed. And sure enough, he had more teeth that needed to be extracted. And sure enough, that poor boy was suffering for months. And we didn't know it. And we didn't know it because cats don't show pain. They're stoic. Right? Unless we notice a a huge change in their behavior, which at that point... I don't even know if I was paying attention to how much he was eating at every meal. We were. We were still feeding kibble. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying that. Yeah, we're down food, going right. to work, coming like, home, the cats having our whatever. Let them eat. When we go to bed, the cats come up and they love on us. You talk about having them. a feeling of palpable guilt. That yeah. is why this is such a important topic to me. I know. I would still like to know what the word palpable means. Palpable? Palpable. If, if, if palpable. Palpable. Like palp, like think about uh, palpitations, like your oh palpitations, right? Like you feel it, like it is a physical, Palpable. physical feeling. Oh, that's what that means. We'll discuss later. Hey guys, we're gonna wrap Look it up. Look it up. Um, fun that we had such a fun disagreement. That <laughs> fun disagreement. Are we disagreeing though? I don't think we disagreeing, are disagreeing. But we're, but we're focusing on two different sides of the spectrum, which is interesting. I think that it's. I mean, you're focusing no, on the both fact are that very important. I think that both sides are very important, which is where the empowerment comes. Yeah, guys, it's up to you. I really, so truly believe that both, like, you are 100% right. We, like, I, I'm, like, I set the vet visits. I do that. Like, I'm the one that makes the call. I'm the one that takes the calls. I'm the one that's, like, we have to set this up. 100%. However... I also am the one that gets the emails and the phone calls on a daily basis of took my cat in for a wellness exam. They got. That was very descriptive. <laughs> you guys, I okay, hope. Maybe I'm tipsy. I now. hope you guys know where Whatever. we're both coming from. I, I really do feel like this is such a beautiful community and we all learn something new and you guys have been uh, some of our best teachers as well. And yes. I really feel like this is one of those topics. Like for me, I was coming from the perspective of just, God, it's stressful and it's hard, but you've got to do it. And I get where Jay's coming from as well that, yeah, you got to do it. And you have to go in feeling confident and empowered to ask the questions that will help us all make the decisions that are in our cat's best interest. Yes. For a long and healthy life. Ah, best way to put it. She's always We love you guys. Yeah. Thanks we love for you guys. Thank you guys us. so much for joining us tonight. Oh my God. It's we talked about that for a while. I know. We're about wow. to uh, go live on our Facebook page Didn't in a few minutes. Oh, no, um, 25 minutes. Yeah. We're good. We'll be We're going to be like and we have a huge giveaway. Oh my god, it's tonight. So, um I know that if you're listening to our podcast, you're late to the game, but you can still join our um anytime this week or yeah, this week, uh, you can join for the giveaway. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we love you, and we will see you soon. Have a Sunday, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.